that was the Sunday Escape. Goodbye. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Susan Lavender. The top stories. The Chief Secretary says a government drive to find victims of human trafficking suggests it's not a big problem in Hong Kong. Initial checks on patients at Toon Moon Hospital, whose doctor was arrested for using marijuana, show none of them received any improper treatment. And the Foreign Ministry lodges a complaint against a US ambassador who accused Beijing of being at war with faith. Chief Secretary Matthew Jung says a government drive to identify victims of human trafficking in Hong Kong last year has found no evidence that it's a big problem here, contradicting the assessment of NGOs and the US State Department. Writing in his blog, Mr Jung says the authorities trebled the number of initial screenings for vulnerable people last year compared to 2016, and they conducted four times the number of in-depth interviews. Still, he says victims were identified just 3% of the time. As Timmy Sung reports, he also said the authorities would continue to ramp up their efforts to combat human trafficking despite the low figures. Matthew Zheng said there's no sign that the city is being actively used by transnational syndicates as a destination or transit point for human trafficking. Nor is there any evidence that is prevalent within the SAR. He said only 18 victims were identified last year out of 7,500 screenings of vulnerable people, such as illegal immigrants, sex workers and foreign domestic helpers. But writing in his blog, the chief secretary said the government will remain vigilant, adding that the current multi-legislative approach to the crime is effective. He said the Immigration Department will set up a new designated team to conduct preliminary checking on foreign domestic helpers' visa applications to identify potential victims of possible exploitation. Mr Chen also noted that in the latest budget, the Financial Secretary provided $62 million in recurrent funding for almost 100 jobs to tackle the crime. He dismissed claims that Hong Kong lacks determination to deal with the matter simply because there isn't a specific law, saying these comments are unfair and groundless. Hong Kong's efforts to tackle human trafficking have come under fire in recent years, with the US government accusing the SAR of not doing enough to fight the problem. Health Secretary Sophia Chan says initial checks of patient records of a Chun Moon hospital doctor suspected of using cannabis on the job have revealed no improper treatment so far. She says all patient records for this month have already been cleared, but authorities will be looking back at everyone he's treated for the past three months. Dr. Yan Yuk Yu, who, who works in the accident and emergency ward, was arrested on Friday and has been suspended from duty. IT sector lawmaker Charles Mock is warning that Beijing's Greater Bay Area Development Plan may be putting internet freedom in Hong Kong at risk. Mr Mock also told RTHK's letter to Hong Kong that the plan would shift the city's focus internally to the mainland at the expense of its international standing. With the proposed integration with the Greater Bay Area, will we be moving in the wrong direction toward more government control of internet contents and even censorship? When our own financial secretary was asked in a recent TV interview about the unlikely event of the U.S. revocation of our independent economic status in tariff and trade, he only said unambitiously, we will survive. We ought to do better than just surviving as just another Chinese city. The world deserves Hong Kong as 
an innovative international city to the highest global standard. So do the people of Hong Kong. The foreign ministry has lodged a protest over remarks the U.S. ambassador at large for international religious freedom made here on Friday, criticizing Beijing's policy towards Muslim and Tibetan Buddhist minorities. Sam Brownback had said in a speech that China is at war with faith, and that the Chinese Communist Party must hear the cry of its people for religious freedom. But the foreign ministry's office here said China's constitution and laws protect freedom of religion and. Critics should cease their slander of China's policies on religion. It said it had registered its dissatisfaction with the U.S. consulate in Hong Kong. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past one. Venezuela's president, Nicolas Maduro, has praised the armed forces for remaining loyal to his government. At a rally in Caracas, he also accused the opposition of carrying out a cyber attack on the country's electrical system on Thursday. The opposition leader, Juan Guaido, joined thousands of his supporters in a demonstration in Caracas. The BBC's Will Grant reports. The chance of freedom directed at the riot police... Supporters of the opposition leader Juan Guaido heeded his call to turn out in large numbers on the streets of Caracas. Frustration has been especially high recently following a huge power cut which has left much of the country without electricity for two days. When Mr Guaido arrived, he told them he would be going on a national tour to galvanise his support and consolidate his claim to be the interim president of Venezuela. On the other side of town, outside the presidential palace Miraflores, the pro-Maduro loyalists also made their voices heard. The president blamed the blackout on a cyber attack carried out by the US and praised the military for its unwavering support. American singer R. Kelly has been released from jail in Chicago after money he owed in child support was paid. It's not clear who paid the money on his behalf. The singer is facing a series of sexual abuse charges. As he walked out of jail, he briefly spoke to reporters. I promise you we're going to straighten all this stuff out. That's all I can say right now. I promise you. I love my fans. Thanks for sticking there with me. Last month, the R&B artist was charged with 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse involving four alleged victims, three of whom were children. He pleaded not guilty and was released on bail after spending three nights in jail. More civilians have emerged from a besieged enclave that is the last bit of territory held by the Islamic State group in Syria. At least four lorry loads of people were evacuated from the village of Baghouz during the day. Western-backed Kurdish and Arab fighters are poised to launch a final assault on the area. The Tunisian health minister has resigned following the deaths of 11 newborn babies at a maternity hospital in Tunis. Here is the BBC's Youssef Taha. The tragedy has shocked Tunisia and rocked its government. All of the babies died of septic shock during a 24-hour period at the Rapta Maternity Hospital. A Tunisian health ministry spokesman said a series of investigations have been launched into the state-run facility's medical, pharmaceutical and hygiene practices. The ministry stressed that all preventative measures and treatments had been taken to avoid any further fatalities. The North African country's health service used to be a source of pride for Tunisians, but financial and other problems have lower standards.
The Hong Kong E-Prix gets underway this afternoon. The race, which is an electric version of the Grand Prix, will be held on the harbour front in Central. Jerome D'Ambrosio of Mahindra tops the Formula E Drivers' Championship, entering today's event. The Belgian driver has a seven-point lead over Antonio Felix da Costa of BMW Andretti. D'Ambrosio has three top four finishes this season, including a win in the second race in Marrakesh. It's the 50th start in Formula E for D'Ambrosio, who's driven every race since the competition was first launched in Beijing in 2014. Uh, we started not, not that far away from here, uh, in Beijing, and um, I think the championship definitely has grown so much in five years. It has changed a lot. Uh, the core spirit of the championship hasn't changed, but obviously with so many manufacturers, it's grown so much. We showed up in Beijing, you know, having done a start, not knowing what was going to happen. You know, we still did a warm-up lap in Beijing uh, until we realized that everyone was going to it was gonna take four minutes, uh, a warm-up lap. So we've come a long way, and it's amazing. I've, I've been there for every single E3, and I hope I'll be there for the next 50. Felipe Nasser of Dragon Racing is driving in his first Formula E season. He made his debut in the Mexican E-Prix last month. I feel like Formula E, you know, has created a new segment so far, and I feel this series has been very competitive. As you can see, you know, they've had already four different winners. And uh, it puts the driver in such an extreme, um, the drivers and team in an extreme way to perform in one day, you know. And I think it's great for the fans, the entertainment they provide in the, you know, this series really has been able to, to achieve something different. So I'm enjoying it, but I can tell you more in a few races. And now to end the news, the top stories once again. The Chief Secretary says a government drive to find victims of human trafficking suggests it's not a big problem in Hong Kong. Initial checks on patients at Chunmun Hospital, whose doctor was arrested for using marijuana, show none of them received any improper treatment. And the Foreign Ministry lodges a complaint against a US ambassador who accused Beijing of being at war with faith. And that's the news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.